Welcome to Star for Slugs Radio. I'm Rich Cole along with JB White, and today with us, a really good friend of ours. And so, without any further ado. All right, so I'm here with Sir Charles. My name is Charles Sylvester Shepard Jr. I'm from Alton, Illinois, right outside of St. Louis, Missouri. And um, so I want to talk about the, the day that everything happened. Do you have a good recollection of the day that when you passed away? Uh, yes, I did. So that night when I, we went home, I was still having a lot of chest pains, you know. So my wife had told me, so what we're going to do is take you to the hospital. And I said, okay, then. That was the last thing I remembered. When she went down those steps, you know, that was it. You know, I went out like a light. The next thing I remembered after that, you know, about two weeks later, I was in Moses Cohen Hospital. Ah. And so she was saying, you know, they thought I was brain dead. The doctor said I was totally brain dead. I was a vegetable. And then after that, you know, my wife kept praying for me, praying for me, praying for me and everything. And so, uh, you know, and she, she would not agree with the doctor. She said, no, God's going to bring him back to where he was at before. And so she was praying with the uh, chaplains and everything. And so then after that, you know, so she said God spoke to her and told her, go back down to my room, put it on sports. And it was a football game on. You know, because I love sports. I played sports, you know, all yeah. my life and everything. So that's what they did. You know, she did. And so then she came, you know, and then all of a sudden she knows I blinked my eyes for the first time. Now, they had me on the Arctic sun, which had froze my body, but they kind of eliminated that and lowered my body temperature to see if my brain was functioning was okay. But it wasn't. They said I was still kind of like a vegetarian state. And so then she noticed for the first time I blinked my eyes and everything, you know. And I remember her getting in front of me and she was looking at me, you know. And I, I thought I was dreaming because I had crossed over and I saw heaven. You did? Yes. What did it look like? It was beautiful, man. It was crystal lights, man. Everything was just bright, man. And I was just moving around, man, you know. And then I saw my little grandson, Jeremiah. He was three years old at the time. And now, now, I was on the Arctic sun at the time. And so the doctors were saying no way I could be moving because I'm on the Arctic sun. But I was fighting to get back to him because he did not have a father. You know, he had a father, but not in his life at the time. Right. right. And so um, then I was just going on, you know. And then after that, you know, I was uh, just, you know, I looked at her. And I'm looking at her. And I'm saying, why is she staring at me like this? You know? Yeah. I didn't even know I was in the hospital. I'm just going to be honest. I was not. I did not know I was in the hospital. You know? And she moved one way and moved the other way. And she followed my eyes. And she said, do you know who I am? And I said... I shook my head, yes. I didn't see, I was on life support and everything, uh-huh. you know. I didn't see none machines going or nothing. Yeah. And she was. She said, do you know who I am? And I shook my head, yes. I thought I was answering, but I guess I shook my head, yes. And so then, after that, you know, she said, do you want to know what happened to you? 
And I was thinking in my mind, what happened to me? She said, you had a massive heart attack, you know, and you died. How long were you dead for? 45 minutes. Jeez. Yes. So how low do they bring your body temperature down? They freeze 33 degrees Celsius. So right above freezing. Yeah. And so, you know, I couldn't move or nothing, you know. And so then she said, you know, God is an awesome God. You know that, don't you? And I shook my head, yes. You know, next thing I recognized, nurses, doctors was coming in my room. And one nurse, her name was Linda. And she said, Sir Charles, Sir Charles, I knew you was in there and I knew you was going to come out of this, you know. And so uh, I'm like, I didn't know what was going on. I'm looking at everybody. And I'm, I said to myself, now this is a weird dream. You know what I mean? That's what <laughs> right. I was saying to myself. But uh, <laughs> yeah. it wasn't a dream at all. And so then my wife said, your kids are here. You know, they live in Atlanta. She said, do you want to see your daughters? And I'm like, Okay. And I'm saying to myself, now, if I see my daughters work through this door, I knew something happened to me. Right. You know? Yeah. And so, all of a sudden, they walked in the room, you know, and I'm looking at them, and they was crying and everything, and grabbing me and hugging me and stuff. And I'm like, wait a minute. I must have really had a heart attack, you know? Wow. And so, you know, and then that's when it came to me, what had happened to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um... How long did you have to stay in the hospital after that? A while? Uh, it was a while. I don't, to be honest with yeah. you, I don't know. My wife would have to tell you that. Yeah. Yes. Did you, so you made barbecue sauce before this event? Yes. I started making barbecue sauce when I was in culinary school at Western Culinary Institute in Portland, Oregon. Oh, okay. You know, I graduated, I went to uh, Boise State. Oh, okay. Went to college there. Yeah. And so after that, I decided to go to culinary school because I had a passion, you know, for cooking. All the guys on campus used to come by my apartment, had me cook for them. Yeah, yeah. And so that's what I started doing. So, you know, I made great barbecue sauce, you know. Yeah. So once I moved to Portland from Boise, that's what I used to do is make barbecue sauces and stuff like that. So once I went to culinary school, everybody was saying, this is your niche. Once I got in culinary school, all my chefs were saying, hey, this is what you should be doing for life, you know. They it's say, good sauce. They say you make the best it's good sauce, sauce going. Do you think you think it had an effect on your sauce making skills? The event? I don't. I do not think it did. You, you know, you, I you think came I, back the same. I think I came back. <laughs> well, actually, you know, it was so weird because actually, you know, my cognitive skills wasn't there. I couldn't remember my phone number. I could not remember anything. You know, so you had to once, I got on, once I got on the computers, I could not remember my password or nothing. And like my phone, my wife said, I was just hitting my phone all the time saying, what's wrong with this phone? What's wrong with this phone? So I did not know. That's you crazy. know, and so then, you know, one day I was sitting at the computers and so uh, and I was on my password and, and doing stuff on the computer. And she said, well, how'd you get on here? I said my password. So you just remembered it? Yeah, it just came back, you know. Wow. You know, God restored it. That's my amazing. Memory, you know? That's amazing, man. Yeah. Well, do you have any words of wisdom uh, for people, like, you know, that wonder what happens when you die and stuff like that? Well, I think you need to have faith, you know. And always have faith in, you know, God mm-hmm. and trust in him, you know. Now, everybody's not going to make it like me. You know, I'm a miracle case, you yeah. know. But there are miracles every day. Right. You know? 
And I trust in him. Yeah. Because if you don't trust in him, I mean, I don't know where you're going from right. here. You know what I mean? I agree. So, I mean, our world, you know, we're in an upside-down state right now. And I just yeah. feel, you know, we all need just learn to love each other, you know. Absolutely. Embrace each other. Yeah. You know, and just, you know, hey, and just... Just have love in your heart, you know, no matter, no matter what, you know? I agree with that, 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, man, it's been great talking to you. So awesome. I'm so glad I got to meet you, man. Yeah, man. So awesome. <laughs> so great, man. It's so great. Soft for Sluts magazine is contemporary literature for the random reader, covering everything from local art to music, politics, film, you name it. Soft for Slugs Radio is produced at Stony Hill Sound Studio in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. The name Soft for Slugs is a metaphor not to be taken literally. No slugs were harmed in the production of this podcast. Thank you for listening. <laughs>